it's only a kick, a jump, a block, it's only a serve, it's only a tackle, a run, it's only for the fans. After all, it's only pressure. You got this. Adidas. Nebraska Public Media Sports brings you live coverage of the Girls and Boys NSAA High School Soccer Championships from Morrison Stadium at Creighton University. Monday, May 13th, see Class B girls at 8.30 p.m. Central and Class A girls at 8 p.m. Central on Nebraska Public Media. With threats to our nation waiting around every corner, adaptability is more important than ever. When conditions change without notice, quick strategic thinking is crucial. And with obstacles consistently impending, determination is essential in overcoming them. It's this willingness, decisiveness, and resilience that sets Marines apart. With our fighting spirit, we don't just fight battles, we win them. Marines are the constant our nation counts on to fight the unknown. And through adaptable problem solving, we do just that. Learn more at Marines.com. You're listening to Hurt at Sports Radio. Welcome in to Hurt at Sports Radio. Welcome back to Hurt at Sports Radio here at 730. I'm Robin Williams. Roger, you're with me. We're live from the Hurt at Sports Bar and Grill, the HH and Facebook. Appreciate all of our friends chiming in on the YouTube chat already. Yeah, I was trying to catch you up and I'm like, it's, wow, it's I, been am, going I am off. loving yeah, it's been all, go- all the different names I'm seeing. I know. We've got a lot of new faces. We appreciate uh, everybody chiming in there. Uh, I got a, a DM on Twitter. Uh, wanted Somebody wanted to ask me uh, just you, okay? I'll stay silent. Well, you know, you can, you can, uh, you know, <laughs> chime in as well. Well, they did DM you. They did, but we, we can talk about it on the show. Uh, he says, "What about the missed opportunity to bring in other talented guys? If Rayola had committed earlier, a lot of guys that were interested but backed off once Rayola committed to Georgia, and that's a totally fair point. Um, there probably would have been some additional opportunities for peer recruiting and things like that if Rayola had committed earlier. I, I don't." necessarily so it is there is a missed opportunity there i'm not i'm not going to try and i don't know how much it actually hinders you're um, probably talking about a couple guys at most the window to be fair but i also think here's what you're looking at okay especially if in year one rayola plays well and nebraska looks good let's say let's get crazy here okay because i'm in that kind of mood this morning let's say nebraska wins nine games next year okay not a crazy number, but a really good number. That would be obviously a huge improvement with the way the schedule looks out from what we know right now. I know it's always dangerous and stupid to play like schedule look-ahead games, but it's you know December 19th. We're going to do it. I think nine wins is reasonable and on the table. It would be a really, really good year, but I don't think it's out of the question. Let's say Nebraska wins nine games with Dylan Rail as a true freshman. What do you think the transfer portal looks like for Nebraska the year, that year, right? You're going to have whatever wide receivers are going to want to come play with Dylan Rayola. Mm-hmm. You're going to have a ton of guys. So did, did it hurt this year's high school recruiting class? Absolutely. You're probably talking about two or three guys tops, so I don't think it's a ton, but 
they'd be high end guys. I'm not trying to I'm not trying to walk around that. But even with that missed opportunity, I still think there's going to be a ton of chances, whether it's in the spring transfer portal, whether it is next uh, in next recruiting cycle, the 2025 recruiting cycle, which, by the way, I think is going to be a bonkers class for Nebraska. Like, I, I think that thing is going to be insane. And next year's transfer portal in this time period, you've still got three huge opportunities between now and Dylan Rayola's sophomore year at Nebraska to really put together some impressive, impressive classes. I think Nebraska's already started to go to work on the offensive line. I know people, a lot of people chiming in about the offensive line. And I, I, I'm, I'm curious where your head is because, first of all, from improvements from year one or year zero to year one mm-hmm. with Donovan Rayola, with Matt Rule, with largely the same guys in the room that we wanted to run out of town under the previous regime, they got dramatically better. And now people are low-key excited that Bryce Benhart is coming back for another year. I'm not just (laughs) low-key, I'm thrilled. He was the most consistent and best offensive lineman for Nebraska this year, and I could not stand to see him on the field two years ago. Mm -hmm. That's a real thing, okay? And you've got a guy that everybody I know that knows about football is obsessed with in Sam Sledge coming off of a redshirt year. People are obsessed with this dude. And it's, it, it's like I brought up last week. It, it, you know, I will, I will be okay to say, like, yes. It, it, I think it was the question I asked BC, actually, when I was wondering, it, with, with the extension of Rayola, mm-hmm. um, was it too early to give it to him just based on the one year of success, or would he have liked to see it? Uh, come after we see the development of some of those young guys in the room, like Sledge mm-hmm. and Catula. And um, I, if I remember correctly, he pointed out that it, it came at the right time. But it, it is something I still think about with with those young recruits. Of once I see them develop, mm-hmm. then I'll know for certain yeah. that Donovan Rayola's the guy for sure. Like for certain. Now, should you pay him uh, ahead of time? Yeah, based on the improvements yeah. that you saw last year. Sure, absolutely deserved. Yeah. But with the improvements we saw, as you pointed out, from year zero to year one of Coach Rule, it's night and day. Mm -hmm. It's not even close. The protection Mm -hmm. that these quarterbacks got this year, even though it wasn't, um, we'll call it amazing, uh, but it was much better than what you saw in the last year of Scott Frost than the first year of Coach Rule, that right there is deserving of – you know, the price tag that Donovan Rayola got. And look, you know, we talk about it a lot. It didn't, the, the raise didn't come because of Dylan Rayola. Mm-hmm. So that's why we are focusing on the O-line growth yeah. in terms of the raise yeah. than we are the recruitment of Dylan Rayola. But I'm sure it helped. Like, I'm sure seeing that, hey, my uncle's locked up for um, the, the long term, mm-hmm. maybe I'll come and, and, and be the next great thing at the university because I'll be working directly with my uncle who is protecting me, who's making sure that I'm going to perform to the best of my ability because that's his job is to get these old linemen to give me time to throw. Well, and again, the two things can be connected without being connected, right? And what that means is I don't think Donovan Rayola got paid in order to get Dylan Rayola here. I do think Donovan Rayola getting paid had an impact on how Dylan Rayola and Dominic Rayola felt about Nebraska, the coaching staff, and the way they take care of people who perform well. 
and the way they keep their word to people who perform well, and now they, they kind of are who they say they are, right? Matt Rule the whole time was like, listen, I kept Donovan Rayola because I like Donovan Rayola. I think he's a good football coach, and I think he's going to do a good job with this offensive line, regardless of what that meant for Dylan Rayola. That's going, this is going back a year from when, he, when, when Donovan was retained. And the, the ability for Matt Rule to put his money where his mouth was, like the, the, sale, the, the, the ship had sailed on Dylan Rayola, everybody thought, and Donovan still got the extension because he deserved it. It wasn't because they thought it was some last, hit, last chance Hail Mary for Dylan. It was, hey, Donovan did a great job this year. He took this offensive line from putrid to above average in one year with the same dudes with two full-time starters missing and Newilly missing a chunk of the year as well. He played some of this year with only 40% of his starting offensive linemen, and still they dramatically improved. Feels like the offense played with 40% of themselves. <laughs> I mean, they played with like 40% of a quarterback most of the year, which was a, a big problem as well. But that was the other thing that I wanted to bring up. When you've got a guy at quarterback who actually has good pocket presence, which I think is low-key one of Dylan Rayola's best traits, is he has a really good feel in the pocket. Yeah, he's got good awareness. Your offensive line all of a sudden looks so much better. And that's part of what we saw last year. Some of the deficiencies that we thought were on the offensive line – I genuinely think we're quarterback issues. And not to put everything on the quarterbacks, but let's be honest, it's not like that was a great position for Nebraska last year. A lot of the issues with offensive line come down to a quarterback not knowing where to go or feeling phantom pressure or not being able to climb a a pocket, right? Like you're supposed to force guys to the outside, and if guys are trying to bail to the outside, all of a sudden they get a sack and it looks like the offensive line did a terrible job. Well, they're creating the pocket, right? So guys are going to get forced to the outside. You have to be able to climb up that pocket to deliver a throw. Nebraska's quarterbacks really struggled with that this year. And so it made the offensive line not look as good as I thought they were performing. When you've got a guy like Dylan Rayola who knows how to do that, who's got a really good pocket presence, all of a sudden you can look, make an an above-average offensive line look even better. And frankly, I think they're going to be better than above-average next year anyway. I now, just go, do. going back to your initial question um, to wrap up the segment, it was it, the Dylan Rayola commitment is a little late in terms of what Nebraska could have had. Right? For helping in, out the class. In yeah. terms of five-star commitments. What they have in the room right now I don't think is all that bad for DR's first year. No, what we saw so. out of Jalen no. Lloyd, even though he's a three-star, Jalen Lloyd offers so much athletic ability and speed on the outside. I, I, I mean, shoot, at one point, I think, what, Texas Tech had him for track and football. Does Nebraska have him for track, too, or did he just stick with football? I, I can't remember. I don't know if he's running I, track, but he's, he's, a, he was a, he's a world-class track athlete. Right. I mean. um, and then you look at Malachi Coleman, who's a four-star, one of the best receivers to come out of the state. Mm-hmm. You have Thomas Fedoni, who was a former five-star, he the was number one tight end the best in the group. Was yeah. he, a, I, I would he, was he was a four. He was a high four. So yeah. a high four, but he was the best tight end in his class. Yeah, in the country. You have dudes on this offense Not right now. Not to mention – You've got another guy in that group with Carter or with uh, Carter Nelson that is the highest ranked tight end in this class. Now he's got a little development to do, I think, still. But it's not like you have no guys there. And we we didn't even mention the guy that we that the coaching staff thought was the furthest along in Jane Doss. He's the guy that they thought was the best freshman receiver before he broke his hand. So you do have options. And don't forget. Bunch of really, really athletic guys redshirted this year at, in that room as well. 
Not to say they won't get some more transfer wide receivers, but it's not like the room is bare. And we remember, a good quarterback can really elevate anybody's game. More Heard at Sports Radio next.